Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One, two, three, four. Come join us on this trip. Now, while I journey, we're throwing out script. We don't charge a Recording. Right. Ready? Take us, take us away, Sebastian. All right. In three, two, one. <laughs> Fuck, that was awful. <laughs> what? I'm talking about sync. Sync. It feels off. That's, that's whenever I say it's bad, it's because it feels like it's off. And I don't know if it's because of the delay video-wise or... You want to try again? No, 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 it's fine. I, I, I can, it's fine. I can work with it. I, oh, I feel bad. No, it's fine. Tell us what we're doing, Sebastian. Well, I do. I blame Dr. Zeus. Oh. Okay, let's leave that motherfucker <laughs> in that episode. Okay, so today, because, so we missed last week. And you know, we had, we, we had did. some shit going down. And so to make, we apologize. We, to make up for it. Your dog was going down. Yeah. Many times I hear. Yeah. Is he okay? Yeah, he's he's better. He's better. He has um Sebastian's doggo is uh is ill people. Yeah, he's uh Fortson Press. Fortson Press. He, I um we took him to see a uh, neurologist and they think he's oh, sure. uh, epileptic. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it's I love how we were, this was this is supposed to be the fun episode. <laughs> if, you, if you see Sebastian on if you see Sebastian on Tinder this weekend, swipe right. <laughs> For his dogger. Please. And also his penis. Jeez. But uh, <laughs> what are we doing, Sebastian? <laughs> so to make up for lack of an episode, we wanted to do a fun episode where we're talking about the top 10 movies of the 2000s. Hell yeah. I love the 2000s. Oh, same, man. It's the inspiration for the show. It's it's just... There's something there's something about the naughties, man. There's just... Like, you see all these like documentaries about like the 80s. 
the seventies and like the nineties. Well, we didn't stuff. have. We weren't. We weren't ruled by social media. It, it just obviously the you know the two thousands when all of that started and but it's so different than what it is now. So different. We had Jackass. We had Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. MySpace. Yet Tom just wanted to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> Man made money, dipped. No political views. No cancelling. Man was like, I did what I needed to come here to do, which I think was put himself through college. Mm -hmm. He did that and was like, I don't need to be... I don't need to be, like, a false idol for these people. And I was... was, Be more... We need to be more Tom. Be more Tom. (laughs) You ever do that top eight thing on MySpace? Did you have MySpace? I think you have you had to, right? No, because I remember that there you could like change it. You can oh, your top four, your top eight, your top twelve. They gave you those options. I did a mo- I did it monthly. Oh really? And it was like I did it monthly along with like a few people, and like it like it was never a huge thing. But I remember people in school like every now and then there was like oh shit, did you hear so and so, you know, change their top eight? And yeah. Shit. What the fuck? What the fuck? What does that mean? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> and it's like people people never liked me because you know my music was like Slipknot, Lamb of God. Yeah. Like I was, you know, I had a group of heavy metal friends. We saw Killswitch Engage together. It was great. It was my first Wall of Death, and I didn't like, die. The music was awesome. You know, just the culture of the two thousands is cool. But the movies, fuck me, the movies, the movies, bro, were the movies that made us. And that's copyright for this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Are you oh, okay? So you're going full copyright strike at least every episode once. At least every episode. Fuck because you know me. why? Okay. We're freeballing. <laughs> oh, we sure as shit are. <laughs> <laughs> you know why else we call it freeballing? Because we've got no money. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's also because it's free. <laughs> Hopefully, we, like lawyers can. Treat us like they do in Malcolm in the Middle when, like, Lois's mum tries to sue them. But the lawyer's like, this family has nothing. I'm not suing these people. You're evil. (laughs) Don't sue us. We have nothing to give. (laughs) Besides a hell of a lot of blue balls. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Don't pick up Uh. the soap. (laughs) What you in in for, kid? Copyright. Oh, shoot. (laughs) You're the worst of the worst. <laughs> I'm gonna make you my bitch. Right, two thousand. What's your right, movie? The year two, you, you wanna? So f- my movie for the year two thousand, X Men. X Men, nice. Are we yep, gonna yep, do yep. a why? Are we gonna let both of us do a why, or do you want mine? And then we sort of go against each other. Uh, I don't know, cause this doesn't feel like this is a com- like a, a competitive thing. Oh, it is. It's competitive. Well, where the fuck was I for that ju- meeting? <laughs> I'm judging you on every choice. Oh, no. Yeah, that's that I expected. <laughs> okay, that's what I mean. Oh, okay, cool. No, well, okay, so if, if we're going to go for the why, uh, yeah, let's do, let's do that. Let's go for the why. Okay, so why I chose X-Men. There's just something about it. I remember, I vividly remember going to the movie theater to see this movie. Being mm-hmm. so fucking excited i remember i got there and we got there late so we, we were still able to get our tickets and we rushed into the fucking movie theater i didn't i, I was like 
8. I didn't have fucking Fandango or all this shit to let me know when the movie starts. It's, okay, let's go to the movies. Oh, shit, it started. It was, Fuck, it was in the run, newspapers, run, run. right? Well, I remember, like, in the 2000, early 2000s, when I was going to the movies, from what I remember, you saw movie times in the paper. The yeah, but... Daily. Yeah, no, my family didn't do that. We just went to the movies and whatever was kind of playing at the time we were there, we went to go see. <laughs> oh, damn. So if there wasn't a good time, you just fucked off home? Basically. <laughs> damn, that's evil. So at least there was I, some at least there was some form of you know control over here. <laughs> <laughs> so like so we go into we go into the movie theater and we're walking in at it's the scene where Jean Grey's trying to op- um stick a needle in Wolverine's arm. There you go. Yeah, so you know, it's got like a it's a little bit of a jump scare, so it scared the shit out of me when I was eight. And I was like, popcorn everywhere. Exactly, because I wasn't expecting that shit. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So I get through the whole movie. And, like, dude, I grew up watching X-Men, the animated series. And then seeing the shit in live action was just, oh, it blew my fucking mind, dude. I was Mm. was sold. Like, I swear to God, I think about the year 2000. This is the only movie I think about. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Damn. I mean, X Men's a great movie. Like, yes, yeah. I liked X Men. I liked X Men Two, maybe a little bit more. Same. I same. loved. I was in love with Nightcrawler, but I remember seeing. I remember seeing X Men One in the, in the cinema. Um, I remember I was meant to go see it with a friend, but they saw it without me. And then when I told my parents that my friend had like sort of betrayed me, my parents took me. I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> I've been betrayed. All right, let's go. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> So sweet. Okay, I need to change one of my movies. Oh no! I've done research whilst you're talking. I'm sorry. I'm a dick. <laughs> Which is probably why I sound like I was more on the I was more on the right than the left just then. But I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm not the one editing. That's your problem. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, uh, here's a question for you: How fast did it take you to come to X Men? Here's a, like, I, I just want like, just as we move on, just before we move on to me, we'll do this. You'll, you can do this for me as well. Uh, just how long did it take you to, how long did it take you to come to this movie? Oh, it was an instant. This the second I thought about the year 2000, X-Men. All right. All right. Give us your movie from the 2000. My one took a little bit of research. Um, I had to, I had to look through lists of movies. Uh, it wasn't one I saw in the cinemas and I had, to, I didn't see it till... I think actually after 2010, maybe, because of the age rating of it over here. My parents are very yeah. strict on age ratings. Um, Same. But then, I just, then they decided to go on holidays like every other weekend. And my my time of rebellion, rather than house parties and drinking, although that did happen before that, was staying up late and watching movies. Because my brother didn't give a shit. My brother was playing games or he was with his girlfriend. and 50 like 12 year old me had no clue what was going on (laughs) they're clapping (laughs) it's a a great scene you guys (laughs) oh I've been told a long time ago something something can I do (laughs) right my movie road trip oh nice pick Love that movie. In terms of comedy writing, enjoyment of a movie, like if if I've, I've if I've had if I've had a couple of beers, you you've been here. 
you you know when I've had a couple of beers because I'll talk to you on Snapchat out of nowhere and I'll just like I'll give you like a group of movies or I don't know what to watch and I'll ask you what to watch. Uh, but th this is this has become uh, a go-to. There's a few movies like this. I just think this movie means like it just means so much to me. I I, I fucking love it. Sean William Scott is great. It was probably like the last time I remember seeing him because I've, I've still not seen Role Models. So between Road Trip and I think Goon was like that sort of distance of Sean William Scott for me. Yeah. And the soundtrack is great. It's mm -hmm. awesome. It's like, and there's actually like a bit of a story to it. It's like it, 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 as great as Todd Phillips still is, he was good back then. Because if you didn't know, it's a Todd Phillips movie. I fucking I love Road Trip. It's such a it's amazing. DJ Qualls in it is probably watched hilarious. It together. Oh, so we've watched it so many times. Oh, did we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 how long how long did it take you to get to to Road Trip? Uh, I'd say about ten minutes. Two thousand was a hard year. It could have easily been. Uh, I think uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. Mm -hmm. Was that 2000, I think, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Um, like, but we were like, the stipulation I put on myself was to choose movies that were a bit out there, a little bit weird, a little bit wah, he's a geezer. You know, you don't, you you think about movies in the year 2000, how often are you going to come to Road Trip? True, true. And that's no, where, I, all, I, my I, I that's like where that. all my movies come from. Right, 2001. All right, nine years, uh, nine years to go, people. <laughs> <laughs> so, two thousand and one for me, it took it, it took me a minute. Like, I wasn't sure about what I would consider like the movie of that year for me. Mm. And then I was, I started really thinking about it. I did some research, and I landed on Ocean's Eleven. Nice, nice. I tried to not pick movies I thought you were gonna pick. My 2006 movie, I think I can guess what you're going to pick. Because uh, I was going to pick it too. But 2001, I actually, as I, f I finished my list and I thought, there's a few movies missing. But again, if you know me, I, I love that movie. And if my friends are listening to this, I wanted to sort of be a little bit out there for them. It's like, oh shit, I thought Ed was going to say this. You know, I listened to Ed, you know. So I've got friends who listen to the podcast, right? Um, so you know, and they, you know, I imagine they're expecting for me to say a few movies here. Uh, I think I'm about to turn it upside down because my 2001 is Black Hawk Down. Wow, not expecting that nah. at all. Not expecting that. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Did you want to say something about Ocean's Eleven? No. Well, I, I mean for. Took your year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's, it's fine. I mean, the, just r real quick. Like the reason I picked it is because it was kind of at that time. It was around the time where I went to Vegas for the first time with my folks. Yeah. And it, you know, as a kid in Vegas, it's like holy shit, this is so awesome. I mean, you can't do shit, and you're not really aware that you can't do shit. And then I saw Ocean's Eleven, and the movie was just. I mean, I saw it. Later, obviously, because it was you know yeah. it just wasn't it's a movie as a kid. Look, it's what you can look forward to. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know this. It's become a fucking tradition for me. Anytime I go to Vegas, I have to watch that movie the night before I leave. 
Otherwise, I'm going to have a bad trip. My Vegas movie is 21. Dude, the, the one time, the one time I didn't see that fucking movie and then went to Vegas, a bottle of tequila exploded in my suitcase. You cursed yourself. I did. Never again. <laughs> Never again. So like, when oh, I you come can't... over in December and we oh, and we leave you know, on December You 4th. know this, man? <laughs> man? <laughs> there's my boom, there's my copyright, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the only one. Um, <laughs> I so I chose Black Hawk Down because like so sometimes I I I don't know what it is. For me, it was the first movie, army movie I saw, military movie, that had Call of Duty vibes. I mm, remember watching mm-hmm. this movie when I like I loved Call of Duty, Call of, like Modern Warfare Two, Modern Warfare Three. That was my Jimmy Jam. I'd mm-hmm. come home after school, I'd have my, I'd do my homework, I'd have my dinner, and then you know I'd get told by some twelve-year-old in France, you know, that they were fucking my mum on a daily basis, and it's made me the man I am today. And some Gen Z people don't have that, and it shows. <laughs> you didn't get bullied enough. <laughs> they didn't get bullied enough. They weren't. They didn't survive. They some Gen Zs can't, cannot, cannot, w- would not survive in Xbox three hundred and sixty lobbies back in the day. Oh no, God no! They eaten alive. It was. It was. It was. And there was just something about Black Hawk Down. Uh, you know, the score is done by Hans Zimmer, and I was just watching South Park season 20, which is Mr. Garrison becoming the president. And you know, when the girls dump all of their boyfriends? Yeah. Gotozaran by Hans Zimmer from Black Hawk Down was playing as I was writing down Black Hawk Down on this list. Jesus. <laughs> How. How fucking borderline creepy is that? That's oh, that's oh, you're fucking cursed, bro. <laughs> you, I swear to God, dude, you better not be bringing some old English ghosts over here when you come by. <laughs> like, dude, don't don't bring any of your ghosts. Leave them over there. Oh no, they're, they're coming with me. They're, they're, oh, my, that's yeah. That's that's not. Can cool. you not see my anxiety ghosts here and here? <laughs> my shame, Thanks. my shame wizards. Shame, is it? <laughs> oh, how good Are is Big Mouth? Are you worried that you're a big fat boy, Edward? <laughs> I love David Wellis. I love Big Mouth. The new season was great. Yeah, it's so good. Right. Uh, All right, 2002. 2002, right? Yeah, that came after 2001. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Yeah. My one is... my. If my dad ever watches these podcasts, he'll like this one. But you go first. So mine, I feel like, is a pretty obvious one. But it, it was it was that thing where it's like you go to see this movie. A movie that you never thought you'd ever see. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there and you're like, holy shit. This is fucking amazing. And that movie for me in 2002 was Spider-Man. Oh. Speaking of Spider-Man, the trailer comes oh. out tomorrow. Oh, I know. I am I mean, so excited. Hold on, because this is, we're releasing this in the future. Dude, what about that fucking trailer? That trailer was the shit! 
you see when that one thing that's going to happen in the movie? How about Tom oh. Holland's Spider-Man's, though? Oh, yo, Tom, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Spider-Man is my shit! <laughs> yo, racist-ass Melly Gibson's is my shit, too. <laughs> ah, fuck you, copyright. <laughs> Comedy Central can suck my dick. <laughs> what was I saying? How good South Park was. <laughs> It's funny, like, right now, I, I did my why before I named my movie, because that's what that movie needed. It needed the why first, and then you get the name. Did you know there is a deleted scene you will never, ever see from the first Spider-Man that you will never actually see, I imagine, unless you become, like, best friends with Sam Raimi? The original trailer for, Sp- for Spider-Man was Tobey Maguire catching a plane or a helicopter between the two towers. It was in the newspapers. There was a trailer. You can't see the trailer anymore. The newspaper, I think, had a photograph in a new Netflix series about terrorism, about, like, sort of the impact of the two towers on the war of terrorism and sort of how it started the war on terrorism. Um, but, like, there, there's, a move, there's a deleted scene from the movie where that happens. Fuck. And it was Sam Raimi's decision to sort of say, you know, we have to take this out. God damn, I did not know that. Yeah, man. Ain't that some shit. <laughs> no, you leave it, you let it die. It's dead, leave it alone. <laughs> right. 2003. Right, no, 2002. No, we're still, yeah, we're still in my, 2002. My, mo- my movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, 2002, my movie. My dad's going to love it. You always remember your first. I'm going to do my wife first. I'm not talking about sex. Because I, you know, I was 2002, I was too young for sex. I didn't know what a, a vagina was. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking about something different. Okay. You remember the first James Bond you saw in cinemas? And mine was Dying of a Day. Fuck. The last Pierce Brosnan, bro. The last God time damn. we saw Pierce Brosnan say Bond, James Bond, was Dying of a Day. I fucking love that. I can't remember. I can't remember who played the baddie. I need to look it up. He has one of my favorite lines in a movie of all time. I think Halle Berry is in that one, right? Yeah, she's the Bond girl, and Rose Rosamund Pike is the evil Bond girl. Uh. Dino of a Day villain. Who plays him, you fucking turd? Toby Stevens. He was in that um uh Black Flag series. Where he played like a pirate. It, one of his great movies is uh, The Machine. With the girl who ended up being the White Canary. In, oh, in Arrow. Okay. I think she yeah, got yeah. the role because of the the uh, the movie the movie machine. But Toby Stevens is in a plane. It's going down with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Halle Berry's at the same time dealing with Rosamund Pike. It's great. She sort of stabs, stabs her like through a book. With like this little Electra Trident thing. It's pretty cool. But it's like, oh look. Two parachutes. One for you. One for me. Oops. And he just drops one out the fucking door. I remember watching the movie with my brother after it came out on DVD. And I rewound that moment so many times that I broke the DVD and scratched it. Look, one for you and one for me. Oops. 
Oh man, but I, I like the um whole like uh the the Swedish uh ice call hotel, mm-hmm. the hotel made out of ice that actually exists, like it wasn't a set, and like they actually filmed on the ice plane with the Aston Martin against the guy who had like diamonds in his face because like he had diamonds explode into him. It was awesome. Jesus, that movie was great, man. I, f- I fucking I fucking love Die Another Day. It's not a good James Bond movie by any means. I imagine most people actually don't even remember it. But I loved it. And that's why, you know, that's why we have this list. Yep. That's why we're yep, doing yep. this. Absolutely. And let's move on. 2003. 2003. Okay, so 2003, my, my pick is Pirates of the Caribbean. Curse of the Black Pearl. And I knew you were going to pick this one. This isn't like, no, we're not 2006 yet. They've still got three more years. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the reason I picked pirates, because uh, you love the ride in Disneyland, you little nerd. No, no, no. <laughs> the opposite. The opposite. At up to this point, I I did not like getting on Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh shit! You don't you know really that, like roller coasters at all, though. That you don't. No, any any anything anything with a drop, I don't like. I don't like the feeling it puts in my stomach. I fucking hate it. Haven't we done Jurassic Park though? The old no, one I, in Universal no, Studios that no longer no, exists? I, no, I didn't. I got on that once. I got in it once my entire fucking life. I got on that ride. I don't remember how or why I got in the fucking ride, but I got on it. It went up. It did its whole little thing, and I was just, I see the lights, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you, this fucking dinosaur at the end comes out and tries to scare you. I'm like, no, those fucking lights are terrifying me because I know what's coming next. And the big fucking boom. T-Rex just comes. And then I come, then we just come down. I remember I get off the ride, dude. I was so scared out of my fucking mind that my body was shaking, bro. Yo, shout out to the classic Universal ride. It doesn't even exist anymore. It's I know, it's Jurassic World. Jurassic World ride now with Chris yep. Pratt and um, Bryce Dallas Howard doing like like the ride along sort of talk you through it. Oh, you mean, it's a me, Mario? Hell in a cockpit, bro. It's a me, Chris Pratt. Oh no, that's episode. that should have been cancelled. We should have mentioned that in the last episode. If we wanted to foreshadow cancels, Chris Pratt needs to go. I don't care if he's a Seahawks fan. The Seahawks suck now. Um, <laughs> 0-17 against the Green Bay? Let's, I don't want to talk about it. Um, Fuck. Okay, so why I picked Pirates? Yeah. There was, um, I remember it was one of the few movies at that point where me and my dad both loved the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, mean, I remember I, it as well. Actually, that's pretty cool. Like my I dad remember, didn't want like, to, I, was, I made him. <laughs> I was the flip. I didn't want to. My dad made me. Oh damn! <laughs> my dad, my dad is like, you know, it's it's a Disney movie. I was like, I don't know, and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of scary shit in it for a kid. It was. I was gonna say, if if for Disney back then, like, they were pushing the boat out. But, dude, I it was so fucking awesome and i remember like the natalie portman's the, on the boat not natalie portman what's what's kira knightley kira knightley's on the boat yeah. alone and everyone starts turning to skeletons and mm-hmm. they have that sort of musical shit sorry yep someone's just sent my dad photos and it's come up on his mac and it's made noise and my dad is being told off when he comes home amazing <laughs> for fuck's sake but it was just one um, of the you know it's it's like just this crazy it's a it's a, again it's like a almost like a callback to classic Hollywood, but it's just, I never saw, but, and like pi- pirate movies, so I always thought pirate movies were kind of stupid, but this movie was just like, fuck, pirates are badass. 
Yeah, yeah. So that was that was my that's why. So what's your two thousand three? I have two. I couldn't pick. Oh, it's okay. I got one. I've got one of those coming up. Yay! No, I, I was so, hoping so. I was, we, we each get one. That's what I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's Okay, fair. 2003. My, both my movies have old in them. Can you guess them? Old School's one of them. Old School's one of them. It is. Um, Greatest comedy of all time. Also Todd Phillips. Fuck, I don't my know fa- the, the other one. one is my favorite movie oh. of all time. Old Boy. Hey, he knows Boom. me, people. We're not doing this two for two, motherfucker. Bullshit. We're fucking bros, and we're free balling, <laughs> old boy and old school. I could not, no matter how much people know about me. I know that's why I chose road trip earlier. That like, even if you know me, people know me, and they know I'm going to choose old boy. My one that's like you wouldn't know I would choose is old school. I had to fit in my favorite movie of all time. I said to myself, if my favorite movie of all time is in two in the 2010s. Whilst I was writing this list, and as I was as I was remembering, I was like, 2003. This is the first thing that came to my mind. Blickety split. You know, like you and um, your mm-hmm. 2000 movie? Yeah. X-Men? It was instantaneous. That was me in old school. Not Fuck. old school. Old boy. Shit. Both movies. I thought of them at the same time. <laughs> as soon as Fucking I said old. A. I said old boy school. <laughs> I love See, that's, that's the crossover we need. Old school boy? Damn. <laughs> If people, if people don't know, uh, well, people do know that me and Sebastian are writers, we still need to talk about my potential sequel idea that I had. Remember when I sent it to you a while back? Yep. yep we yep. need to talk about that further. We can't We can't talk about it here because then what if someone listens and like, oh, that's a good idea. Ah, and true, takes true, it. true. I did have a sequel idea for Zack and Mary make a porno as well. But that involves <laughs> oh, that's... The, couple, <laughs> the couple making an OnlyFans rather than making porn. Oh, that's that's smart. I think that makes sense. Like, not a, like a reimagine, a reimagining. Yeah. Okay. You like all heard nothing. Vir- the forty, the forty-year-old virgin could be reimagined, but like someone who's twenty, because it mean like it means more now. Foreshadow, foreshadow, foreshadow. Like a whole podcast on like movie ideas. Oh no 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 no! You'll you'll get it in a second. All right. Let's, let's okay. move on. Right. Let's move on to two thousand four. Two thousand four. You're not gonna get mine. You've probably never even heard of mine. Fuck. Oh, no, you definitely heard of mine. Spider-Man okay, 2. Go. Spider-Man. Fuck's sake. I know what... I know Spider-Man 3 on your list. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Absolutely fucking not. But, like, I, I, like, you know, I go through 2004 and, like, a movie that really, really connected with me on such a weird fucking level. Like, it's, it's the best Spider-Man movie, man. It is... Mm. Like without a doubt, like this. Aside from the fact that Doc Ock is one of my favorite Spider-Man villains, returning, it was like it was showing Peter Parker as a as a human being, as a guy who's like, I got this. It doesn't mean I fucking wanted it. It doesn't mean I I have to do anything with it. And seeing that play out in a movie was fucking Damn. great. Because he loses his spider sense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and I, I'm pretty sure they're recreating t- uh, the train scene. Almost Tom Holland is getting his own train scene mm-hmm. in No Way From Home. It looks like, but Doctor Strange is involved. It's it's the best fucking scene in the entire movie. It's so good, and like they like everyone everyone on the trains like it's like 
like give him his mask back. Don't worry, Peter. Like, like don't worry, Spider Man. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> Yo, I, I always took away from that. It's like tell people what? You don't know who he is. Yeah. Like you look at this motherfucker, you go, that's Peter Parker. He takes photos dude, like, for the uh, Daily Bugle. No, it's honestly it's so <laughs> fucking funny. There's a scene in the Justice League cartoon when uh Lex Luthor and the Flash switch bodies. And the he's Luther's in the bathroom in the Flash's body. He's like, well, if the only good thing that's going to come out of this is that I'm going to finally learn who the Flash is. Takes the mask off, has like a shit-eating grin on his face. Swear to God, dude, deadpan. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. No clue. Mm-mm. Who the fuck are you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your 2004? What did he say? My 2004 Primer. Nope. It is a in, indie sci-fi movie to do with time traveling. A group of guys in a basement. Uh, it's written and directed by Shane Carruth. He's only ever done one of a movie called Upstream Color. Um, but Primer is about a group of group of guys uh, in Silicon Valley who create a time machine accidentally, um, and they keep using it. They keep abusing it to like sort of go back like minutes, days, that kind of shit. Redo stuff, like sort of get relationships back. But like. Every now and then, you see them in the background, which means like, like they're not creating a new timeline. They keep they keep adding and going back to the same timeline. It's the smartest time travel movie. I don't know. I'm not about to sit here and explain it, but there was a time in my life when I loved. I just loved all sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I was all over Alien. I was all over Terminator. I was all over future. Like some of my favorite music to write to right now is is synthwave music. Yeah, it's un it's unintrusive to me, and you can easily find like one hour mixes on YouTube that like you'll just burn through whilst you're writing. If you because like I don't want lyrics. Lyrics distract me. I just need something. I need something. I need I need consistency. Like gotcha. some metal bands, metal isn't consistent. They either go, they either go too hard, or they don't go hard enough, or you mm-hmm. know it's too quiet, it's too soft. I was like, no, I need consistency, and that's where that's where synthwave music comes in. It's consistent. I got you. You know, it's yeah. it's funny. Aside from Star Wars, up until honestly, up until I really you and I started watching movies together, sci-fi just mm-hmm. wasn't a genre for me. Well, you you got me onto comedy really, and I got you onto sci-fi. I, I would say. You saw me, and I was like, I was wanting to write like these really serious thrillers. Like my intermediate movie, Knifer, sucked ass, Broken Strings. Like I, you know, I everyone knows I hate that movie. But what came from that movie? The TV show I'm writing now, Caretakers. Yep. So out of out of something I really wasn't a fan of mentally, I I found the beauty in it, which was one character that me and my partner, and have now created a team. And are working on to make to this day, yeah. And it's great. Yeah. You love caretakers. You you know you've been on the sidelines working on caretakers. No man, it's great. There'll be there might be news on that next year. Um, oh shit! Foreshadow, yeah, foreshadow, yeah, 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 foreshadow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you after this. I'll tell you after this. I don't want people knowing, but like All right, possible cool. big movement next year. Two thousand five. Let's keep going. All right, 2005. So I mentioned earlier some foreshadowing because you actually yeah, mentioned yeah. this movie, 40-Year-Old oh, Virgin. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. This fucking movie, dude. God Boops damn. Boobs like okay, sandbags? So this wasn't... Come on, you could do better than that, man. <laughs> like, this movie was... Okay, so this movie wasn't the first Judd Apatow movie I ever saw, but it's definitely, mm-hmm. definitely one of my favorites. Because I remember... Like, it was so... It's just so fucking funny. Steve Carell is amazing in it. Paul Rudd, yeah, the true. fucking Benjamin Button of Hollywood, is awesome in it. Seth Rogen, I, the first, like, good Seth Rogen role. And then fucking... What's his name? Uh, I, I don't remember the black... I don't remember the black guy's name. <laughs> oh, dude, no. Yeah, no. I don't remember his fucking name. Right, okay, 2005, Coach Carter. I'll save you, bro. Damn. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I've seen Coach Carter. That's a good movie. I love Coach Carter. I, I, just, I think it was one of the first movies I ever saw where I, I, I was annoyed that the essentially the, the guys I've been rooting for the whole movie didn't win. And I, like my mum actually had to like sort of talk me through it. She was watching it with me. She was she was next to me reading the newspaper. But she she put it down and put her glasses on and started watching. That's how like pivotal the movie was. Mm-hmm. Something about you know that like you, you know under underrepresented, underappreciated you know black high schools in black led high schools in LA. Yeah, where basketball is almost if it's not basketball it's crime yeah that's fucking that's that's fucking crazy yeah it is, that's just fucking crazy uh, samuel samuel uh, jackson in that was, fucking um, movie was next level what there was a piece of music in it uh let the drummer mm-hmm. kick that mm-hmm. i love that mm-hmm. piece of music there's like a yes. little montage to that, to that piece of music oh my god you know i i've heard it in um uh the movie accepted like it's it's just it's one That's of those songs. That's your 2006 movie, isn't it? No, 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 no. That was gonna be my guess. You <laughs> like you spoke you, you spoke about it, so I had to like, sort of. You're foreshadowing 2006. <laughs> no, no, you foreshadowed 2005. Damn. Ah, crap. <laughs> no, but I was just saying like we're about to go into 2006. Yeah, yeah. And I thought no. it was about. To, I thought I was guessing your 2006 movie. No, no, because they in the movie there's there is a montage bit where they use that you know let the drummer kick thing and it's so yeah. so good. There's just something about like the music, the way it builds. It just it's so good on the ear. The lyrics, you know, they're not in the way. No, they like they have meaning. They have substance. It's it's cr- it's like the you know the beat builds this wave. And it just kind of feels like the the lyrics are kind of like just floating on it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fucking A. All right. All right so what is your 2006? What is your 2006? The Departed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Scorsese's Law, because of this movie, if you work in the film industry long enough, you will be given an Oscars no matter what movie you do. Scorsese's Law. Because <laughs> it is a travesty. I think as much as I like the departed for mm-hmm. me, it's a travesty that this was the first time this man got an Oscar for best picture, taxi driver, casino, yeah. mean yep. streets, mm-hmm. bro. Come on. Yep. 
Yep. But this, for me, this movie, this was my Sorry. introduction <laughs> to Martin Scorsese. This was the first Martin Scorsese really? movie I ever saw. And Goodfellas, by the way. Yeah. But, you know, it's because of this movie that I found all those other movies and just fucking fell in love with all of this guy's shit. And I know that's like, oh, he's a filmmaker. He loves Martin Scorsese. Yeah, I genuinely love his shit. It's so good. Like, there's a reason, you know, the film nerds or the film auteurs look to him because he's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my 2006. What's your 2006? No. <laughs> no. That's all that needs to be said. You you had an answer, and I uh, I like it. I'm just quitting all my applications on my computer in case they're taking up any Wi-Fi space. Because um, we're still having technical issues here. Uh, I'm getting things, but it's it's so originally it was the Prestige, my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, came mm-hmm. in between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. Um, I I love the Prestige, like mm-hmm. Christian Bale was great, Hugh Jackman was great, Scarlett Johansson was hot, Michael Caine was phenomenal, and lest we forget, fucking David Bowie was Nikola Tesla and his little mate. His little psychic mm-hmm. was Andy Serkis. Jesus. The the cast in this movie. When Andy Serkis takes Hugh Jackman uh, in the, into the Colorado mountains, and it's, um, you see that, like, the uh, I think it's, like, it's meant to be, like, sort of the South Park town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, like, Colorado, like, Colorado Springs, whatever it's called. Um, but it's, like, a little town in Colorado. Nicola Tesla was allowed to use all the power at night when no one was sleeping. So he could have like a mountainside lit up with the like the light bulbs. And I saw that and I was like, "Now I know what cinematography is." Like <laughs> it was just filmed so beautiful. I think it was Christopher Nolan and Wally, uh, and Wally Fister at the time. Christopher Nolan had his sort of his team. Yeah. Uh, oh, before Wally Fister betrayed him to make that movie Johnny Jep Transcendence, I think it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> shit <laughs> crap like I, I imagine Wally Fisher was watching Christopher Nolan still make great movies and just go mm. fuck that could have been me <laughs> <laughs> but no um, uh, but I changed it mm-hmm. as much as I love prestige I had to go with the comedy and this isn't a, this isn't an and I said you know, we're only allowed one and um, so I had to change it as much as I love the prestige I had to change it to Beer Fest, man. Mm. Yeah. Broken you did. Lizard, bro. They, Absolutely fucking they, they, did. You know, like, if you don't know me and Sebastian that well, you don't understand how much of an inspiration these guys have been to us. Mm hmm. It is literally just friends who are like, we want to make movies together. And, you know, they said, we're doing it. And they fucking yeah. did. They, they fucking did. And we've even seen their ultra rare now, I would say. You probably can't find this online anywhere, but Sebastian no. has the DVD. I know he does. I left it with him. Puddle Cruiser. It's, it's right there. It's still it's still there. Like, that's a prized yeah. possession. We'll watch that when but, I come over. You know, I, I, just, I, I feel like an idiot because I'm pointing at it. It's like, oh, no one can see where I'm pointing. <laughs> Instagram post. Instagram post. <laughs> like post it before you air uh, the episode and you're like you'll get what this means in about an hour <laughs> just post it just post puddle cruiser just take puddle. a photo of it and it's like y- you'll y- you'll understand like, this yeah, and, 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 you, and it was a reference to it's like primer it's time travel we time travel <laughs> through social media 
Jesus. So go onto Instagram and and look at that post. It should already be there, but it's not there as we record this. But it will be there as you listen. It to will. This. Oh my brain. My brain. But yeah, beer fest, man. Great movie. I, mm. I love I love Broken Lizard. How they they work as a team. Like it actually helps me work as a team. How they yeah. all interact online with each other. How each of them has their own little thing. Like they you know they're all multi hyphenates in so to speak. I'm actually working on something now. I can't pronounce the name of it, but I've seen like, uh, Jay Chandreskar. Chand Jareskar. I cannot pronounce his name. I love him to pieces, but your name is too damn unpronounceable. I love you. <laughs> But he posted on Twitter. Uh, I was like, I was so happy. One, that it wasn't Super Troopers 3. <laughs> Super Troopers uh. 2 took too, long, too, too much to make. They had to raise, like, I think they only wanted to raise like a million, but they ended up raising like five million, right? Fuck. That is how you do crowdfunding. Um, yeah. But 2007, this one was a difficult one for me. It, it it was it was it was definitely a little bit on the tougher side for me and yeah, but I I think I think I definitely went with the right movie. So for two thousand seven, my movie's super bad, super bad, nice, nice, yeah, McLovin, nice, McLovin. <laughs> like this 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 was my first taste of what fucking Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen and all these fucking people can do when they work together, and goddamn, it's Absolute so gold. good. It's we so lived good. around the corner from where they filmed the 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 liquor buying episode. Yep, it was literally yep. like five minutes away from where we lived in Burbank. That's fucking crazy, right? We we could have stood in those footsteps, but every time we looked at it, we were driving. I was so annoyed. Like, there's just something I don't know. It's like it is like with a quintessential, you know, high school movie. For, for for the 2000s so like obviously you had all of like the early teen movies but this felt different this felt real it felt honest it's like it's like yeah, oh these all oh, these guys they, oh, they want to fall in love with the one it's like no most high school guys just want to fuck yeah they still do and and super bad is like this is the reality people none of that teen movie bullshit mm-hmm. and then you know it, yep. it putting the focus on two best friends or just genuinely you know upset that they're not going to be going to the same school anymore it, it like that movie had like such an impact on me at my age because when i did um like a few years later i experienced mm-hmm. it moving away to college yeah like huge and then i one-upped myself a year after finishing college by moving to la mm-hmm like you know, it it like actually sort of Seth Rogen. I think part of the message of the movie is learning to separate with friends and be okay about it. Like they're not yeah. leaving you. You know, you should be happy that they're trying to get better. And it life. doesn't mean you stop being friends. Absolutely, fuck. Absolutely, the fuck not. I hate those movies that say, you know, this is the last time we're all going to be together. Like this is the last time anything will be like this. Fuck off it's like you y'all have phones right you have to say that with a group of friends then that group of friends was always expendable to you if you ever say them phrases Mm -hmm. you you like you don't yeah that's a wrong find you find you 
a new group of friends. I swear to God. Abs- right. Absolutely. My 2007 movie, Sunshine. Danny Boyle basically recreating Event Horizon with Chris Evans. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? It's brilliant, bro. Uh, yeah. Chris Evans and Killian Murphy. Uh, mm. The sun's dying, so they have to uh, sort of throw a bomb into the sun to explode it. But like, there's a like mm-hmm. as they're sort of heading to the as the team's heading to the sun, they get a distress call. But on this distress call, they like they realize that everyone has died. Yeah. And ever so slowly, cabin fever starts to like set in. There's like suicides, people are getting murdered. They don't know why. Like there's sabotage mm-hmm. happening on the ship. And it's like it turns out like the captain's gone like absolutely sort of berserk almost. Uh, I and I just there's so much great like that's when I really saw special effects in the movie and what they could be. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to have on this movie a special effects heavy movie. There's another one in two years time in 2009, but I think like Danny Boyle is the original Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, that I can blend see that. of that blend of practical and effect that Danny Boyle hadn't really experienced with before. The mm-hmm. guy that did like the guy that did the beach, the guy that did train spotting, and then Sunshine, and then after Sunshine, or maybe before Sunshine, I can't remember. I hate that movie, um, Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, you're not a fan. I oh. <laughs> I hate that movie with a passion, bro. Jesus. Uh, uh, absolute passion. We need to do 2000s movies that we hate. Some Ooh, that could be every year, even though every. it wasn't out in the year 2000. But I knew it was going to happen. I, I said I woke up one year in the year 2000, and I just got Danny Boyle's going to make a movie about someone willing, winning who wants to be a millionaire. And I'm just not going to like it. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, so, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Uh, can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Mixed up. Is this your movie with two movies? Your it is indeed. Movies? Yes, it is. Aha! Aha! This probably isn't one of them. Never back down. That's a good movie. That's a fun movie. I love that movie. I'm probably gonna watch it after this. Have a couple of beers. Watch Never Back Down. I is. It's it's the message behind the movie and the mm-hmm. way it does it. Like at the time, I needed a movie with like action. Like again, it was like a college, high school based movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was sort of like bettering yourself. Like you know, the message of the movie is to never back down. Most of these movies I I have on here aren't even like in the meta score of above sixty. By the way, and I do not give a fuck. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know this movie is hated critically. But it's not meant to be. It wasn't for the critics. It was meant for a demographic of people that, like, at the time were growing up and needed that sort of, you know, that, like, if you have energy kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So just just like we did for you, two movies. Can you guess them? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the Dark Knight. Nope. Damn, that's 2008, though. Uh, I don't know, then. Just hit me. Hit me with him. All right. The one-two punch. Give me the one-two punch. So, my movies for 2008 are Iron Man and Tropic Thunder. 
Oh, Mother Nature just pissed your pantsuit. <laughs> so for me, the reason that I picked these movies, why it was so difficult for me to pick between the two, and I say, fuck it, I'm going to throw this. Is, they're both because these are the only two movies in recent memory that I've ever gone to the movies to the, to pay money out of my pocket to see more than once. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. That's sick. That's pretty cool. I respect like, that. I, I saw Iron Man three times. I saw Tropic Thunder twice. And I was just like, there are these, these and what's the, what's the common denominator? Nice. Fucking R.D.J. Robert Downey, motherfucking junior. <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about Tropic Thunder and last uh, uh, that last episode, that movie kind of got cancelled because of RDJ. I don't know. That fucking, it's still it's, a good movie. You can suck my unit. <laughs> what but do you I mean, want those people, you people? No, what I, do you mean, I want, you I, people? <laughs> I want I I want those people. That tried to cancel Tropic Thunder to literally take a step back and literally fuck your own face. <laughs> oh, that's gonna peak. <laughs> but goddamn, that was so good. <laughs> Sebastian's actually here looking at me, sort of caressing my mic. That probably sounded so clean until I screamed. Oh, I, I imagine my ears are gonna bleed. You might want to put a headphone warning at the start of this episode. It's probably a good call. <laughs> if people are driving. Just scare the shit out of them. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa, shit. <laughs> you think anyone's uh, going to attack me when I'm wearing these bad boys? <laughs> no, you, right. you don't get that reference. I know we didn't <laughs> choose that movie in any, in any of our lists, but... Because who doesn't love that movie? Um... All right, 2009. Right, 2009. Should I go? You go? Yeah, you go. I go? Yeah, you go. No, you go. Should we go at the same time? Giggity. Okay, Uh, all right. (laughs) Gamer. The Hangover. The Hangover, nice. Hangover is a good movie. It's so fucking fun. Hangover is a great movie. Hangover was the the first movie I could see and get get drunk to. Uh, I think for me, it was one of the... Okay, so I, t- I was 17 when the movie came out. And I had just gotten my license. Yeah. And I had my car. This was the first movie that I drove myself and my friends to the movies to see. It was the it is the Sick. ultimate bro movie. It was yep. so good. It's so Oh, and another Vegas movie. Another, another movie, movie making me fucking fall in love with Las Vegas. I wanted to put 21 here. I don't know if it was here or 2008. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of these years I wanted to put 21. Um, but I couldn't because Kevin Spacey. Yep, Kevin Spacey. I can't really have that on my list. No, I wanted motherfucker. To. It's, it's but, such a good movie. So my movie, Gamer, with Gerard Butler and Terry Crews and Michael C. Hall fucking... As he was doing Dexter, I believe, it's just like there's like it was Ready Player One before Ready Player One. Oh, this is that the one was, where like he's being controlled? He's being controlled by the kid, but he's an actual person. It's yeah, sort of, it's Death Race meets Ready Player One, and I love Death Race. Jason fucking Statham, bro. Mm-hmm. 
and so fucking um, earn that paycheck, Tyrese. <laughs> oh my god. I might need to change my list and find out what year Dev Race came out and like like okay, bon- bonus movie. My bonus movie for the ten years. So we get a bonus we, movie. We get a bonus we get a bonus movie. My bonus movie is Death Race. If it's in the twenty tens, let me just research now. Okay. Death Race. Two thousand and eight. So it could have been it could have been alongside Never Back Down. But it's my bonus movie. Um, but Gamer. Oh, my God. Like, when Terry Crews does... Um, I've got no strings that hold me down. Like, and it's, like, fucking creepy. He's, like, he's actually, like, sort of unhinged kind of shit. Uh-huh. Oh. And at the same time, there's, like, that Facebook game. Yeah. That people are on. And, like the, like, the girl, like, moves away from the game as, like, a playable character to become, like, an actor or model. And like, mm-hmm. her, like she says that game is her experience, and she just gets like turned, like thrown out the, like laughed out the door, and like it sort of foreshadowed YouTubers trying to become like legitness. Oh, that was legitness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> foreshadowing <laughs> a Vine episode. <laughs> he on X Games mode. <laughs> like this kid, like kicks ass, and it's like again, <laughs> it's like a Call of Duty kind of game. There's guns, Fucking there's explosions. A. It's awesome. Jared Butler's it's... great. The story's, you know, the story's, the story's a bit, eh, but like, if for yeah. me, it's just, I watched just that with movie. the boy. I watched that with the boys back yeah. in the day. Oh right. no! No, Spanish What's movie? up? What's Spanish up? Movie. Oh no! Also, I guess we it's need okay to do this we've... between 2011 and 2020. Yep. When we miss another episode, inevitable. <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> Run for right. it. Dread it. Destiny arrives all the same. <laughs> Twenty ten has arisen. Right. I was graduating right. high school. I'll have you know. I was. It was my. I was my first year at um college. Damn, you're old, bro. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my movie is actually the movie that I saw on my 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. So my movie, my pick for 2010 is The Social Network. Oh, see, I, I was going to pick The Social Network. My friend, who I know listens to the podcast, who loves the podcast, who's at, who's, um, whose idea was to do Cancel Culture as a full episode. Thank you for mm-hmm. the idea. Um, He's probably expect he was expecting me to say social network, and he was probably extremely happy that you said the social network and that we spoke about it earlier. Um, but tell us why, why Sebastian? We're all eager to find out. Spill the beans. So this is for me. This it, it, it's literally nothing. It, it, it's like it's more the circumstances around me going to see the movie versus the actual movie. So I was my it's my first year at college, the first time I'm away from home. It's not stupid far, mind you, but still, you know, I'm living in the dorms with friends, and it was before classes were starting, and I was like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. It was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I can do anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the movies. And I went to the fucking movies. I was like, what's playing? What's playing? Ooh, Social Network. I went in, saw the Social Network. It was like, it was literally one of my first acts of like, I can do whatever the fuck I want. 
And it just so happens that the movie is fucking great. It is. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's such a good fucking movie. I love every second. The writing in this movie is so fucking sharp. You could cut shit with a knife. The, uh, the score, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross. There's actually more CGI work in the social network than there is in the first Avengers movie. Did you know that? That's, that's fucking nuts. There, there's there's over 300 pieces of CGI work. There's actually a breakdown of the opening movie that they um that they filmed both they filmed the scene close so that mm-hmm. the Jesse and Rooney Mara on either side. They also filmed it wide and on a long on a long lens to to have that separation of people in the background. So when they added it yeah. together, you had that sort of almost realistic sense of them being in a pub. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome work. It's, oh, David Fincher, so man, good. absolute master of the craft. The whole like chess scene moment, like after after Jesse Eisenberg gets dumped in the dorm, and does yeah. uh, face uh, facematch dot com, mm-hmm. and like uh, yeah, Jesse needs the equation of how they rank chess players. Yeah. Oh, mate, it blew, it so blew me away. I, so I, I just, I just love, I just love the music. Everyone that complains about the like the um the nightclub scene, I can't hear Justin Timberlake speaking. This is a fucking nightclub scene. <laughs> like, create <laughs> realism in your fucking movie and have it yep. difficult to speak. Either get your butt out of your ears and listen, mm-hmm. or like don't you know, be spoon fed all of your dialogue. Like it, nah. I I refuse to people let that say that movie. Any negativity against that movie, I will. I will. I will fight. I will fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna go with painfully. Let's go with fight. That one feels a little. <laughs> a this little less fun. Fu- this will not be a fun fucking. <laughs> Jesus. Right, my movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I didn't see this in 2010. I probably wasn't allowed. It was like. Uh, it, it over here it's an 18 i think you have mm-hmm. r it's maybe eight nc17 uh check after check after you we finish recording um but i think it may be nc17 in america of uh, like okay. this movie is brutal uh same actor as old boy um troy uh troy mincic mm-hmm. he plays the baddie in i saw the devil i saw it is the a devil. south it is a south korean revenge movie Mm-hmm. Uh, Choi, uh, Choi Min-sik murders the main guy's wife. Spoilers! I don't give a shit. See the movie? Not don't see the movie. Um, it's been out for over over ten years. It's been out for a decade. Uh, <laughs> the lead the lead then hunts down Choi Min-sik, tortures him, leaves him alive, and then hunts him again the next year on the anniversary. And he does that year after year Jeez. until Choi Min-sik begins to like sort of get mentally tortured and tries to fight back. Fuck. Yeah. Brutal. Great fucking movie. Uh, I remember I yeah, you know, so I've tried to do YouTube. I've tried to do like it wasn't really a podcast, but I tried to sit down with a friend in university and mm-hmm. we were actually speaking we were gonna do like a movie a week. We were I think we were gonna try and do a movie a day. Um but like I think we recorded on his camera. Um the sound equipment I'm using now actually. Good old uh, H six zoom still comes in clutch. Uh, it's still clean. Nice. <laughs> you know, you you edit this audio, you hear this audio. It's still good. It's so good. It's very clean. Don't yeah. you know? Don't fix it if it ain't broke, man. Um, True that. Uh, I, I, this was this was going to be the first episode, 
because he actually made me watch this movie. We he he was like Ed, if you like Old Boy, you should watch a bunch of you should watch a bunch of other like foreign movies. Now mm-hmm. I've not gone like I know some people that go massive into foreign movies. We both know that person um, from Nifa. Like you can like foreign movies, but then you could also be this person. Holy guacamole! Like yep. <laughs> she knew everything under the sun, um, and it was like it was it was brilliant. Like I learned a lot. I learned a lot from her. Um, mm-hmm. But I still. I to this day would be like, like I wouldn't have a base. I wouldn't have a hidden love for foreign movies if it wasn't for Old Boy and I Saw the Devil and a French movie, The Illusionist, animated gotcha. movie, beautiful, absolutely gorgeous movie. I bonus movie have a two. bonus. Here's my bonus. You have a, here's, you have a boner. Everybody smashing his boner. Cancel him. Cancel I have him a now. bonus. Would you like to look at my wiener? So I actually all right, have so, three bonus movies. So real mother, quick, motherfucker, you were only supposed to get one. You no, pulled out no, another. fuck you. I'm changing the rules. I've <laughs> altered the arrangements of the deal. Pray I do not alter them further. Mother fuck you. Fucker. I'm not doing this. Furthermore, I wish for you to wear this tutu. <laughs> fuck you. No, I've dude. changed the arrangements of the deal. Pray I do not alter them further. <laughs> dude, dude, all oh, you're blowing my fucking mind. Why? I was literally watching that before we got onto this. Robot Chicken Star Wars? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my mind. People, this Whoa. is how connected we are. But I have Death Race. Okay. I have The, Illusion- I have the Illusionist. And you mm-hmm. made me forget my other movie. <laughs> well, I've only got the one bonus movie. And the bonus movie that I I've chosen, Kick Ass. Nice. Twenty ten, oh, right? Yep, yep. Such a good yeah. fucking movie. I'm tra- what was my other bonus movie? Did it not mean that much to me? I mean, I guess not. <laughs> I guess not, right? I'll probably think of it in like a few hours and be like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so I think that about wraps up, wraps us up. We've been at it for this is only supposed to be half an hour. It's been an hour, an hour over and an six hour. minutes. It's <laughs> like I I, th- I don't think this is the bonus episode. I think this is the episode. Yeah, I'm not gonna do yeah. that. But don't I mean, expect too many of episodes like this. This this is special, guys. Yeah, I, honestly, length, like I, one for the length of time and two for the topic. Although, if we see online that this episode does better than other episodes, we might, we might be able to do work more out. stuff we like might this. Be able yeah, to rework free balling. Maybe we'll maybe special episodes like you know we'll like news important subjects mm, tackle if they a topic mean something. Yeah, like we can you know we can do those as like a little extra. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll be we'll see how it know, goes. Sebastian's got his eyes on the stats. Like we yeah, say, yeah. we can have ads now. So these these two episodes this week. Will be a bit of a surprise to you, I think. Do, do stick think around. So. Don't listen to the ads and leave, please. You know, don't be a dick. Don't be that. Don't be that guy. Like they're not crazy ads either. It's it's a, it's it's an ambassador ad for the platform that we're distributing with. Brilliant. Yeah, and then hopefully that. And just listen to our podcast and listen to loads. Yeah, listen. Listen to some recommended. <laughs> if this is all Absolutely. you listen to, you might find another podcast. Seth wrote. Seth Rogen's podcast is great. 
there are so many podcasts. You cannot, There's you will so find many. something, you'll find something you love, but take us with you. Even if we're that, that, that stepchild you. you don't really want to look at, we're there. And you know Even we're Even if we're there. the side bay, we'll be happy to be the side bay. You listen to this in pieces, you're still listening to it. You, we, we could only, you could only see us at two o'clock in the morning. That's fine. We're there. Yeah. With fucking bells on. We'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> Just call my name. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Fuck you, copyright. <laughs> you mess with the bull. You get covered in nine hundred dollars, dudes. <laughs> All right, take it easy, everyone. Come on, man. Come join us on the trip. Uh, I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the script. I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weekend's calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.